What's up, Taking Sides family? I am just so ready to dive into some questions and have some combos. Ash, are you ready? I'm so ready. I freaking love you. That's the wrong. Dang it. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Ash, it's on your mind lately. I am just, I love doing this podcast. Dallin and I have been doing a lot of interviews on Big Little Life where we talk to people who we admire and they are so... I get so nervous for these interviews and it's just like all the day before and the night. You don't uh, sound nervous while you're I doing it. I get so nervous and it's just like, I love it, but it's just stressful. And coming to this podcast, which is kind of like <laughs> the bad advice from Dallin and Ashley podcast, <laughs> hopefully good advice where it's just like us and chill. It's so nice and yeah. and good. It's so good to do it after doing We've done a lot of interviews lately. Usually they're like spread out. I know. I'm I'm really excited to not do an interview this next week where it's just going to be us again and get back to our segments yeah. and things on our Big Little Life podcast. However, but they've been good interviews. They have been great, good. Great guests. No, they. I don't want to like cast a pall on them. They have been great. It's just I taking just a toll on your... I so nervous. On your mental state. I want you... I've gotten the last couple guests, like they're people who I have found for our podcast because I follow them and admire them and like love them so Dallin's kind of just been like oh cool yeah let's do a podcast with them but I'm like <sighs> like it's like meeting the queen it's like meeting my Instagram queens right your queens my queens so I just want you to find the next couple of guests so that I can be like yeah whatever Casey nice to have. who are you again Casey <laughs> like we'll wait. see if he says yes so let me get this straight Casey you like lived in New York for a while and filmed and now you're not he's like yeah pretty much pretty much yeah all right, let's dive into the questions. This one is called Bank Accounts. This is juicy. Here we go. This is from An Angelia. 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 She, she pronounced it out for me at the end. Thank you, Angelia. When I got married, I was a firm believer that you need to have a joint bank account. I feel it's also accountability to each other. Side note, we went with his bank, and every time I swipe my card, it alerts tattles to him <laughs> or tattles to him, which honestly keeps me in check. I do the budget and inform him of where we are at. We used to do it together, but he has not, he is not the nerd in the family and seeing his eyes glaze over, I just had mercy on him. Now I just tell him the bullet points or send him a copy, which he doesn't look at anyways. But I discovered <laughs> that this is not a common thing. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law have separate bank accounts, but they do have a joint savings. They each have certain bills that they pay. I think this is dumb. But to each their I own. I love you. This is how <laughs> I, I like how to. Blunt she is. Uh, but it feels weird to me. And they look the looks they gave me says they thought I was weird. What are your thoughts on joint or non-joint bank accounts in a marriage? Am I just being old-fashioned? Much love, Angelia. P.S. 
I'm a longtime viewer of your YouTube channel. And after finally listening to this podcast, I love you guys even more. Still catching up on the past ones. And Ashley, it is weird that you let Luna sit on your lap while you pee. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do it all the time, okay? I laughed so hard I was in pain due to still healing from oral surgery for wisdom teeth cut out. It was worth it. Listen. (laughs) That is weird. Luna is a funny dog, okay? I love her so much more than she loves me. I don't know. She loves me. She's like a cat. But like... The really in this relationship, I am the needy one, okay? And I always want her to snuggle with me on the couch or like sit by me. She just likes to sit by me, but not near me. She just likes to watch me. She's like a cat. So the few times where she does want to snuggle happens to be sometimes when I'm going to the bathroom and I'm just a sucker for love, okay? It's super weird, but like I'm not going to turn her away. <laughs> You'll snuggle with her while you're going to the bathroom, but you won't snuggle with me. That's another weird thing. I don't, Dallin has never, I can't I don't sit on your lap Dallin, when you go to the bathroom. I don't think Dallin's ever seen me pee. <laughs> I don't think. I just have the door wide open. Dallin's like <laughs> looking for the parade to walk by his door. <laughs> Is there a cleaner in the house? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> just kidding. All not right, me. Um, not, not me. Anyways, let's talk about bank accounts. So I can tell you what we do. And we I have can, a shared bank account and I feel like it's totally normal. It's what my parents did and it's what I think Dallin's parents did. I just can't think about, I mean, everything else is combined in life. And I, there, this one of those areas where I definitely, definitely think that you should combine accounts always. It's not just like one of those things. I really am on the side of you should definitely combine bank accounts because there are few things more important and few things that cause more fights than money and finances and budgeting. Uh-huh. And that's one of those things where you should definitely be on the same page about. And it just makes things so much easier being able to see where all the money's at just in one account. And it's like, what do you have to hide from the other person? I mean, it's like under the, in the eyes of the law, it's, it's both of yours anyways, right? Yeah. When you're married, like it doesn't even, it doesn't matter. My Unless question you is, are like super rich and you sign nuptials. nuptials. How do you say that? Nuptials. I've never said that word nuptials? because I've never known how to say it. Let's just go with nuptials. It's one of those things like, I don't know if it's just a homeschool kid problem. I was homeschooled. So there's some words that I've only ever read because like a teacher never said them to me. I just read uh-huh. them from books or textbooks. And so some words I'm just afraid to say because I'm like, that can't be it. Nuptials. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of them. Yeah. And I don't want to be the weirdo. Like I said hammock. Like in The Bachelor no, this I last season. No, I say ham hammock. hammock. I say hammock. You do? Yeah. It's that's hammock. how my dad says it though. So it's I just hammock. always thought it was that. And I was homeschooled. So in The Bachelor when the girl says lingerie. <laughs> she's trying to say laundry and she says lingerie. She says lingerie. lingerie but she's trying to say lingerie. Lingerie, but yeah. She said, he just gave me some lingerie. <laughs> maybe she's being funny. Like, I don't know. Oh, maybe, you know. Like pronouncing it wrong on purpose but she Mm. looked pretty innocent when she said it yeah who knows concerning the bank accounts we kind of just went off of my parents always said that that was that was advice that i received from a church leader that you should combine bank accounts i don't feel like it's a rare thing well i just feel like what happens if one of you loses your job and it's your job to pay like the cell phone bill or the water like do you know your passwords to each other's bank accounts even Like, like it just seems weird to keep that does that, Personal, when does that it's person, such an important thing that you're both on the same page about. Does that person just stress and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to pay this while the other person's like, figure it out, friend, you better pay it. Yeah. Like, is it weird? Like, then you have to be like, hey, Yanni. Like, what if, can you we, know. Can I have some money to pay the water bill? I just think it's weird. But yeah, it works for it some people. Um, 
also, so after we got married, I got way into Dave Ramsey, like way in. It might have been that I was pregnant and home alone because I quit my job right after we like ended up moving right after I got pregnant. So I quit my job as a teacher when we moved and then we moved back. Anyways, I was just alone a lot at my apartment with Luna and I and Dave Ramsey basically became Dallin's fill in while Dallin was at work. And I listened to him so much and he's great. And Dallin has a do you hear a Dave Ramsey impression? Well, you're broke, dumb and stupid, <laughs> aren't you? It makes me laugh all the time still. Um, he says to combine your bank accounts. He just says, if you get married, like you are combining two lives, you should combine your money so that your, your financial goals can be a joint goal instead of, oh, one spouse is more spendy and one sp spouse is more thrifty. Like when you guys retire, you'll be sharing the same retirement. It's oh. not going to be like, oh, I saved a lot and you didn't. So like sometimes I'll throw you a bone, but other times you're just whatever. Also, like, if your fear is that you won't have your own money to spend, uh, that's just a reality. First off, because you have responsibilities. But secondly off, budget in a personal like budget for each person that, that you don't have to like get joint approval with your spouse on anything like budget in. Ashley and I each have, what is it? 80, 100 bucks a month? It's like 50. We're so cheap. <laughs> I think it's a hundred. We, we both have a hundred bucks a month. We blow it every month. That like, we blow every month. But, but if still. the bar is low and you blow it, you're not, you're kind of blowing it to the amount that your budget should be instead of past your budgeted amount. I, this is the great depths of how my brain that works. That makes you happy and it makes me feel guilty. So that right. doesn't the really work. The guilt will keep you, the guilt will set you <laughs> free when you're 60 and retired. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, no, definitely budget in free spend money every month. I don't know what other fears you have. Well, what would Wanda say? Soon as I win the lottery, no budget for me. <laughs> QVC's having gemstone Friday. <laughs> I got my QVC budget, got my cigarette budget, got my fast food budget. It's all I need. <laughs> okay, next question. Stay tuned for more Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. All right. This is from Brittany. Brittany says she is not a morning person. That's the subject line. Okay, ready? I don't, hey, Ashley and Dallin, what? I don't. I was going to say, I don't know if anyone is until they make themselves become one. And then they kind of like dream of what <laughs> once the, was. And then you see like the huge benefits of being a morning person, but you still long to sleep in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really hard to be a morning person. I've wanted to be a morning person my whole life and I'm still not a morning Dallin person. Dallin and I are to the point where we wake up at six. But at least I don't feel guilty and ashamed if I don't wake up early anymore. I'm past that. No, I think we both, we still wake up at six, but it's when do we leave our bed? Eight, <laughs> so eight thirty. So we've gotten to the point where we can force our bodies out of a comatose sleep state, but we're just not to the point where we can actually leave our hey, bed. I've been stepping it up lately and getting down editing our vlogs. No, you've been doing good. I'm more talking about me. I wake up and I'm like, okay, woke up. And then I'm like, what can I do from my bed that could be considered productive? <laughs> you have the laptop up there and then you can write blogs and I stuff. Know. I moved it up. That's there how the last go. one got published. Productivity while staying in bed. Thank you. There laptops. it is. Brittany here from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I love, love, love your podcasts and vlogs. Well, thank you, Brittany. My boyfriend and I have been together for five years and known each other for nine high school sweethearts. Cool. We have been living together for about a year and a half and just moved to New Mexico together to start our life. Ooh. My boyfriend is seriously not a morning person and gets so cranky in the morning. While I'm not necessarily a morning person, I think it's so important to start your day on a good note. He always wakes up 15 minutes before he has to leave in a cranky panic. 
and makes me start my day in a bad way. It's really hard to talk to him about this because it's just the way he does things and he's not going to magically turn into a morning person. Thanks, Advance, for the advice. Hmm, man, that's that's rough. I definitely understand why he would be cranky and, and panicked if you wake up 15 minutes before you have to leave the house. I cannot do that. It's like if I get woken up by the kids and all of a sudden all these needs and responsibilities are thrown at me before I have time to settle in and be myself and either exercise or get some work done or breathe or pray or read something, like I'd feel the same way. I feel like I feel like my day has just been ruined and I'm getting over that and trying to like regroup really quick, but I have to wake up and get settled in and just kind of mentally prepare myself for the day Mm -hmm. to be on a happy note. And it sounds like Brittany's the same way. And, uh, there's nothing you can do to make your boyfriend change, but you can definitely tell him how you feel and how it affects you when he, um, here's the thing when he's cranky in the morning, I kind of see where he's coming from. So where I, he's coming from where he's coming from. I did this slash still do it. I have really great days when I don't do it, but when I do do it, it's almost like I'm, a, I'm aware that I'm doing it. And that time where I should be doing stuff for work or to get ready for something that I don't, I'm not necessarily excited for is kind of like a gift that I'm giving myself. Like, Hey, you have to have a really hard day where you're not going to get to give yourself many personal gifts of like chilled and relaxation uh-huh. and, and just like self-care time uh-huh. so i'm giving it to you now even though i know this is probably if gonna you're ruin mentally the rest able of, to do that then that's really good that's what i do and i know it's me gonna, i just procrastinate and then feel guilty and ashamed about no, it no i just sit there and i'm like i could have a really productive morning and really just step out on the right foot or i could give myself a gift which may not be a gift in the long run but in the moment it's me choosing myself. There you go. That's a very healthy way to look at it. I don't know. It doesn't usually... It, it sounds like he literally wakes up, sets his alarm 15 minutes before he has to leave in a cranky panic. And that's just kind of his habit. Yeah. I mean, like it, it doesn't like looking at it from a lens outside of his life. This is probably what my life looks like to, if other people were able to do this. It's unhealthy and it's a bad choice. Right. And it could be better. But I wonder if he's just giving himself like the gift of... Maybe he gave the gift to himself the night before, staying up late, playing video games, reading, watching a a show. And then you just, you just steal from your, your future self. And then you kick yourself for it every day. At least that's what I do some nights. Well, I'm just like, um, do I care? What do I care more about? Getting some more sleep or combing my hair? And I usually choose sleep. And uh-huh. maybe that's where he is. So like if you can have the mental fortitude to take an hour or two from your night and put it in the morning, I'm just way more productive in the morning. But sometimes I do just like to stay up late at night and be myself after the kids go to sleep. I don't know. So it's like either way, that's definitely unhealthy and not a fun way to start the morning. But either either way, Brittany, this doesn't have to make you start your day in a bad way. You can mentally prepare yourself. And no matter his attitude, it doesn't have to affect you. Um, or make you all of a sudden have a bad day. You can mentally like get in the zone, expecting that to happen and still be happy, even though he's, he's stressed and panicking and stuff just like, but then tell him how it makes you feel. Tell him you what like, you could hey. do, to, what he could do to help you and just offer him advice. You can't make him do anything. Like maybe you can wake him up with something that he really loves, well, like would- breakfast in bed. I don't know, like if he wants you to, like if he's like, I want you to wake me up earlier so I can have a better day. But if he just loves living his life this way, you could say to him like, hey, you're pretty grouchy when you do this and I'm fine if you do it, but could like, 
Can you just try not to be mean to me? If Separate you're emotions from behavior. Emotions are okay. Certain behaviors are not okay. Like, I feel like I feel like you're kind of blaming me, or I feel at fault somehow, or it just feels like you're mad at me all day because we don't see each other till night when you're just kind of short and grouchy because you're in a rush. Like maybe just it would be so helpful to me if you just paused for even just one minute and gave me a hug and and let me hand you a coffee and we just said how much we loved each other and then you just and then you rush off but. Maybe don't forget me in the rush. Boom. That was exactly what you should say, Brittany. Just memorize that <laughs> or put in your own words. I don't know. It's just, you that can't was really, really good. Just say it. how you feel, how it makes you feel. Communicate based on emotions, not, not in the cognitive narratives that we tell ourselves. And then, um, yeah. Cause he could essentially he'll, say that's to what, you, it'll make sense to him. like, Oh, Brittany, it's so great to sleep in. Like we're just there in bed and chilling and relaxing until the last possible minute. But we've had that much extra time to just chill and be uh -huh. ourselves and not let the day take over our life. Yeah. Like he could kind of say the same thing to you. So I would just try and figure out a way to be kind to each other while you're doing your different routines. There we go. Okay. This one's from Stephanie. To have a wedding or not to have a wedding? Well, that is the question. Weddings are a party. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see if this is going to be a party or not. Hey, Dallin and Ashley. My name is Steph and I love your vlogs and your podcast. You guys are great. Thank you, Steph. I have a few issues I want to ask you about, but one is really keeping me up at night. My fiance and I recently got engaged and as excited as, as, as excited as I am, I am also a little sad for several reasons. A little backstory to help you guys understand the sad parts. We got pregnant very quickly upon dating and now have a 14 month old son. Oh, congrats. And our two year anniversary was on February 3rd. That's how quickly we got pregnant. He's a great man and even better dad. I was raised Catholic. So when I told my mom we were expecting, she was not happy. And although now she loves our son, she and the rest of my family hates my fiance. Well, that's not mature. That's not. My that's... dad passed away when I was 16. And since then, like what, what, what good does hating do? Like Jesus say, it's okay to hate people if they sin. Like well, I mean, Jesus like... said, he who's without sin cast the first stone. Like that is exact opposite of what Jesus teaches. So nobody should feel justified in hating somebody for sinning. And I just, I think everyone like... Quote unquote sinning. That's just, yeah, it's unquote. a sin in Catholic terms and well all christians generally believe don't have sex before marriage whatever you the point is that's your story that is what it is and you guys are still great people and obviously the, like that's your story and they shouldn't hate you for it that is so unchristlike. well i just think you guys have made so many it sounds like you've made a beautiful family out of some circumstances that you didn't expect i don't it doesn't seem like you were planning on having a baby but you did and you've given your baby a wonderful home and a wonderful family. So like shame on anyone who holds that against you or who makes you feel less than for, for stepping up and for being wonderful parents. Yeah. So my dad passed away when I was 16. And since then, I knew I'd be dreading getting married because he won't be there. And the last kicker is since my son was born, my fiance's mom has made several rude comments about my parenting style. <gasps> we just don't get along anymore. Of course, I've always dreamt of a classic big wedding growing up. And now that it's time to actually plan one, I don't want to. Don't I don't do want to deal then. with the snarky comments and the judgment on what's supposed to be my big day. I also don't want to deal with more hate if I don't invite people who I know are not supportive of my family. Gosh, man, that is so stressful. I'm so sorry, Steph. Help. Like, Thanks for taking the time to read my ramble. And thank you for being you. That's this is what I would say to you. Like, I wish you could have your fairy tale situation. But your fairy tale situation isn't the only happy situation. Like if your heart's telling you like, I won't have fun and this won't be a fun party and it will just like maybe make me more sad than more happy, figure out a, another one. Like just be like, 
like, sorry, guys, like you're all jerks. Like we don't want you at our wedding and we're going to go do something fun and beautiful. We're going to elope in friggin' Hawaii. With our family. Like I loved our wedding, but I think I would have loved it more if Dallin and I would have just gone somewhere and had just this beautiful, intimate like wedding where it was just us. Yeah. Like I really do. Like I like having everybody there. I know, but I just think it would have just been so fun and chill. Maybe like this is what I wish we would have done. Gone married, done it ourselves, and then come back and have a party, like a barbecue or something. Huh. And just like just chill. After we're already married? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like get married. I feel like that's kind of what the honeymoon's for though. No, I mean like so get married, honeymoon, then come back and have a party? There was just so much. Just like, reverse I, remember, it? I just remember after we got married, we were just sitting alone together in the temple. Um, like that's where we got married. And Dal and I were just having this beautiful moment. And we got out and everyone was like, where were you? Like that was forever long. And grandma and grandpa had to leave because you made them wait in the sun too long. And and I was like, what? Like we were just, like it was our, right after we got married and we were have, we were just holding hands, like talking about our future and talking about how beautiful the, that day had been and how excited we were to be married. And we just got out and everyone was just kind of ticked at us. It yeah, was kind of a downer. That was stressful. It's like weddings aren't for you. They're pretty much for everybody else. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, just do it for you, especially in a situation like this where your husband's Where not, you don't even want to do it for anybody else because they're all being jerks to you. Well, that's what I'm saying. If your fiance isn't like super psyched about the big wedding party and if you're not... It's sad that you're not going to have it, but also you could have something amazing. Yeah. It's also sad that this might like hurt the relationships even more like, oh, now you're not even invited us to the wedding. But I it's would just like, be like, you know what? You're not nice to me. So. Yeah. Just get real and be like, why would we throw you a party if you're not being nice to me? Like, like this is all like your Christian Catholic beliefs are all about love and forgiveness, but you're being like so rude now. And, um, by the way, these are my kids, not yours. And I'll parent them how I want to. And you can think and say, you can think whatever you want, but just don't say it to me. And if you're going to come over to my house, like, please respect me. Like, it's not rude to say that. Right. And like, it's not rude to say that. I don't know. Like it's the only people who have rights to your children are you like no one else is, has some sort of claim on them. Like anything, any time they spend with your children is because you allow it. And if they're not being kind and, and and saying good things about your husband, especially around your children, like I would like, bring something up. I would be like, listen, if you're going to say these things sense to me the vibes. And, and say these things about my child's father in front of them, you cannot have a relationship with them. Like I want you to have a relationship with my family, but you're going to have to be respectful to the family that I have. Stephanie, I just hope you feel empowered from hearing our words, like feel empowered to follow your heart and to be happy and know that you deserve happiness and love and, and respect. Just be brave, like draw some boundaries and don't let people think that they're allowed to be mean to you. Yeah. Because they're not. And I'm not saying don't have a relationship with your family and his family. You just got to draw, draw just, borders, like know the boundaries and make the boundaries known to them too, that you're not going to tolerate like being rude, especially and, over like... um what they deem to be a sin. Like would Jesus, would it like just throw something scriptural at them? Oh, casting some more stones at me. Are you? <laughs> I don't know. Again, Dallin and I in no way judge you. And we're just so proud of you for doing so many good things. And keeping your family together and wanting to get married. That's such a noble thing. Right? Raising kids, such a noble thing. And it's so hard and they should just be respecting the crap out of you. And I'm sorry that they're not. So Stephanie, you got this. Pray for strength and guidance what to do within your just own situation and then brave. just go and do it, girl. If you need to say something, just say it. And things will be better because you said it. Mm-hmm.
Okay, let's keep it going, Ash. This is from Kara. Kira? Kara? Kara. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. She says, hey, Dashley fam. Oh, it's titled Holiday Gifts. Okay. All right. First, I love listening to you guys. It helps me not sweat the small stuff when it comes to little annoyances around the house. Mm -hmm. For example, hanging towels on the door instead of the towel rack where they should go. Oh, and then the door <laughs> won't shut. And then the door won't shut. <laughs> yeah. Since it's such a small thing, it's no problem for you to do. That's great. Anyway, second, I've realized holidays are now my least favorite time of year. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. My husband and I have been married for a year now, and he's very competitive. For the holidays, he unintentionally makes gift giving a competition. Oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> he always gets me very thoughtful <laughs> gifts, but I can never think of something that thoughtful. I would rather forget the gifts and do something new together. Even though we've talked about it, he still gets me something, which makes me feel like a bad wife because I didn't get him anything nice. He's very appreciative of anything I do get him. How do you decide on when to get each other gifts and when not to? It sounds like gift giving might be his love language. So that might just be how he expresses gifts love to you. Gifts is one of the you. five love languages. Yeah. And and if that's his, if that's how he shows love to you, like you could read the book and figure it out, I'm just guessing, then I would just let him do it. And don't feel guilty. Like that's just how he expresses love to you. And maybe that's how he re would receive love. Because usually people try, like before they're kind of trying to be intuitive about it and figure out what someone else's love language is, they usually express love how they receive love. Uh -huh. So he might be someone who really just feels so loved when you get him a big, a, a cool You mean gift. intentional about it rather than intuitive? Yeah. Because intuitive is expressing love how you receive love. Oh, I meant intentional. Yeah, intentional. So yeah, yeah. So like, even though it's a quote unquote expense, it's, it's I like see it more as an investment if your partner has a, a gifts love language, because it's like the easiest investment that you'll ever gifts. make and pays huge dividends just on the thoughtful. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an expensive thing, just a thoughtful thing. And uh, as far as like deciding when to give gifts and when not to, that's totally between you. Like it's, it's not about what it is. It's about the thought. So if you guys are respecting your budget, there's never a bad time yeah. to give a gift. Just give him gifts all the time. Spur the moment without him even asking for it. Just thought about you when I saw this, wanted to get it for you, show you that I love you. Man, that would just make him so happy. And it does take a little bit of thought and knowing and jotting down little things when they mention something in passing. Just take note of that. And it does take some conscious like effort, but you can totally, totally do it. So I get how you I have feel faith though. In you. We did this for Christmas. We were like we're not going to buy gifts. We're going to get, we got a Disney season pass. And like Dallin and I had this conversation where I was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure this is enough? Like, are we going to do this? And he was like, yep, no gifts. Let's do the season pass. And I was like, great. And in my mind, I was like, sweet. Like check Dallin's taken care of for Christmas. Christmas rolls around and Dallin gives me a present. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> And it, it wasn't I, that like, big I felt, a present. I it was just a little one. Bad. I felt like you should still have something on Christmas. Well, and then Dallin was kind of like, you didn't get me something. And I was like, we talked about this. Yeah. And it was just like this weird, awkward I, situation. I could have said, I still feel like we should each have something open on Christmas, not just the kids have all the fun on right. Christmas morning. I'm not faulting I you. Could have I said just something like kind that. of was super believing of the agreement. Right. And you were like, like, there's a gray area here. Yeah. So then it was weird and awkward. And well, I, I shouldn't felt bad have. I shouldn't have expected reciprocation, and that's horrible to do with gift giving, anyways. No, I'm not like it's not. It's not throwing truly, you under the bus. It's here. not truly a gift if you're like, all right, now where's mine? I'm just saying, like we went through that, and now hindsight, I will never 
anytime we agree to not give gifts, I will always get a gift. We'll see. So now like, that's just like we're playing this dumb game. It's, now it's the weird game. But it, it'll all work out. I just feel like we should have a little something. And I, know, I guess those no, are my I honest say, feelings. Right. I still feel like we should have a little so something I, and to open And now I Christmas. know that. And I just didn't know that that was the secret thing. Well, now you know. And now I know. <laughs> and I will honor it now. And maybe, I don't know, Kira, maybe now you know. You kind of pulled a me where you were like, oh, okay, like good agreement. Let's Let's do it and keep it simple. And then you were kind of like the lame wife, like how I was on Christmas. <laughs> so I don't maybe just always get something. This is like not even good advice. I'm just like play into it. I don't know. It's difficult. It's just it's it's between you two. So have some real unromantic practical conversation about expectations around gifts. Mm-hmm. Like what we Dallin and I just had. So what you're saying is you always <laughs> need a gift. <laughs> I don't. That was just selfish of me to expect one just because I gave you one. That's well, just I mean, like, like, that's not gift, how gift giving works. Gifts is hard. Like, you should give it without expectation of something in return. It's my birthday. That's how week loving this week. people works. You I love know. without anything, expecting anything in return. Except when there is an expectation. Like, it's my birthday week this week. And we usually have like a present for every day. And I came in today and I was like, where's my present? Yeah. And Dallin was like, you're guilty of this too. And you know. said that. I so know. So where's my present? Well, I thought you had one hidden. Usually he like hops up and he's like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. and then he was like, uh, we're, but he has a big present for Friday. So uh-huh. like we're going out to a hotel. So he was just like, oh, it, it all kind of got pushed into one day. And we're going to the hotel for free because like, credit card points. <laughs> and I was like, well, what is birthday week then? Yeah. Anyways, next year, Dallin will get me a present every day. They're just going to have to be knows. lower priced present. I got you two sweet ones. You did. Three sweet ones. No, I think it's fine just the to have... The new Chilos Chacos. I just thought it was our tradition. And a sweater. I love and it. And a gift card to a plant place. I feel like that's, that's a solid three, oh, three birthday No, you presents. spent a crap ton of money. You did well. On the small days to cr- to to honor the efficacy of birthday week, I'm just throwing big words in here. Maybe a little candy bar. <laughs> Maybe a water bottle. <laughs> I got you a water bottle from our storage downstairs. No, like like a new water bottle or like... I can do this. I can little, do better. A little mug or something. I All don't right. ask for a lot, but birthday week, the tradition is a present every day of okay, your well, week. Well, know that I now have the standard for you on birthday week because it's never actually been a present every day. Oh, I'm ready. I think we did do nope, it. Nope. You haven't ever done that for me. Well, or a, a, an event. A thing or an event. You haven't done that for me. Yeah, I think we did really well nope. our first it's year It's been marriage. a few days out of the week still officially, although it's birthday week. So... Well, probably because you had something planned to do. Blame it on me. me. Blame it on me. You know what? We've had some hard weeks and I just want to come back hard years. Babies, babies. We really have. You were working a lot with weddings all those years too. So it was never able to be a true birthday. We're swinging back and uh, giving more attention to ourselves and our relationship now at this point of our life. And I um, will do better next year. You did great this year. Watch us have another baby. (laughs) I at least want to make it to our reunion next year. My family reunion, not pregnant. Okay. That is my goal. We can do that. Maybe. Next. Anyways. 
On to baby talk. All right. Baby talk. Help. Don't say her name. She says, don't say I my name. I will not. Hello, Dashleys. I love your podcast and vlog. Please don't use my name. I have lots of friends that listen. Well, that's fun. All right. My husband and I are talking about having a baby. We bring it up almost every day and he's wanting to have one. And so am I. But I think we should wait a little longer. We've been married for almost four years. I'm only 22 and he's 25. Wow. She got married at 18. Wow. You were a baby. You were and like my sister. I often ask him if he was ready at 22 and he says no, but he just isn't understanding why I think we should wait. He's upset because he doesn't want to be 30 with a baby. I bring up stuff like I want to stay home for the first three years. I want to have most of our debt paid off, finish my degree, start my family marriage counseling before we have a kid so we can have a healthier marriage first. I also mm. want to travel outside of the country first. He says we can still do all of that with a kid. I know we could. It just depends on who you are. But it's just 50 times harder to do. You know, the bucket list family, they travel all over the world with their kids. And Dallin and I watch it. We barely leave our town. How the hell did they survive? How the heck? (laughs) Yeah, he's okay with starting marriage counseling, but doesn't want to wait till our debt is paid off or until we can afford uh, living on just one income. He also says, if I do stay home, I could switch to online and it should be easy for me to finish my degree. Mm-mm. I don't think he realizes how busy or tired I'll actually be when, yeah, 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 yeah. We just don't live by any family and we don't yet have friends because we just moved to a new state for his job. I guess I need insight on what we should do. I feel like I'm hurting him by wanting to wait, but I also feel like he doesn't understand my side of things. What should I do? So it's just very hard because there's really no right answer. He's right in his mind and he has some valid points and you are totally right in your mind. You have valid points too. I can only Um, tell you our situation and what I loved about our situation and what I didn't love about our situation. So when we got married, we weren't debt free. That was a goal and, and we kept it our goal to become debt free. And it was way harder to reach that goal with a baby. We had a lot of hospital bills. You just kind of like, more there's more things to buy there's a lot more expenses so if that's a really big goal for you and you think you could pay it off like way faster maybe maybe try and do that it would make everything less stressful because things get really stressful when the hospital bills start rolling in on the other side like dallin and i didn't and we had a baby and we still had student loan debt and car debt we did manage to pay it all off and and we survived and we were fine it just kind of it was accompanied with a lot of stress and a lot of hard work. And a lot of like sacrifice, like saying no to nice things. And like we lived in a one bedroom apartment with baby George and he slept in our master closet. Like there were a lot of things that could have been easier if we had more money and didn't have the debt that we were trying to pay off. Mm-hmm. However, it's totally possible. Like you can still do it and have a wonderful, beautiful experience. It yeah. is easier to do without debt. Um, I will, as far as him expecting you to be able to still do school just fine with a baby at home. Um, I think you could do it. Like I, it's been done it's, and it could be done. It's just definitely a lot harder with a crying yeah. baby. And you really only have a few hours out of the day to do all of your own things, like go to the bathroom and eat and shower, all that stuff, let alone get school done. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Like, but Ashley, like, she edited our vlogs every day during nap time and managed to do all those other things barely. So I would, I would compare editing a vlog that takes like three-ish hours every day to like getting your homework done. I did do that. It's just how, how stressed were you? It was just, I didn't have a lot of time to give myself You had zero time care. to give yourself so any like, self-care. Yeah. So like I did. It was very, very was, hard for you. There was a lot of postpartum that probably could have been better if I wasn't trying to work like a full-time vlogging career during that. But again, it worked out for us and we're fine. It's, it just was a really hard time. What was her other one? Uh, marriage counseling before. Oh, do it. 
totally do it. Totally do that. I would do it before, during pregnancy, and after. Those Don't were... wait to get out of debt before you do that either. It's like the best investment you'll ever make. Um, it and was... it doesn't have to be like a weekly thing forever either. I mean, we have been for two months. Uh-huh. Two months? Two months. Our every... life has changed. And that was $100 a week. Yeah. And like, honestly, we could probably move to monthly if we wanted to at this point. Uh-huh. I would... Our the hardest parts of our marriage was when I was pregnant and after I was pregnant and like right and when the new babies came like both times there's just a lot going on a lot of emotions a lot of feelings a A lot lot of of, expectations a lot of rewriting how your relationship works and looks even just plays out with your husband because you all of a sudden have a baby that requires so much of your attention and energy it was just a lot. So I would, to- I would, I wish we could have had some marriage counseling just so I could have better voiced my issues, like been brought out of my shell a little bit more to say the things. And I was learn feeling. how to communicate basically on the same, can speak the same language with each other and learn how to express yourself and uncover some, some junk in your, in your closet that's been in there for a long time, which therapists are great at doing. They just catch little things that you say and they're like, oh, wait, tell me more about that. Like, why did you say it that way? Or why do you have that expectation? Or why are you telling yourself that story in your head? Or why do you feel that way when that happens? And you're like, whoa, why do I feel that way when that happens? So it's like highly, highly recommend whether your marriage is great or not so great yet. Um, As far as the right time to have a baby, like the right time to have a baby is when both of you want a baby, not when you feel so guilty that he wants one so bad and you're not ready. And I don't want to like take away from his role in having a baby and raising a baby and being a father because it's a noble, just like truly godly role to have, but you need to be ready and you need to be ready mentally and physically and feel secure because for those first couple years, like it's on you a lot, especially if you're going to be the one who's, who wants to stay home. You said you wanted to stay home. Like it sounds like he's once... (laughs) He likes the idea of a baby, but he's relying on you to do all the work. Like, well, no, I think it sounds like they've, he, she said she wants to stay home, which is, I wanted to stay home too. But like, if, if it's going to be so much, like it's your body that's growing the baby. It's, it's your body that's recovering from having a baby and that's feeding a baby. And that's th- the body that the baby needs 24 seven. Like you need to be ready for this baby. And if you're not feeling like you're ready, that's n- there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. But if you think you can handle it and you pray about it and you believe that like it's God will always like have your back, like having a baby is a very noble thing. And like God's got your back if you decide to have a baby, even though you don't feel like you're totally ready. Well, I, I just feel like if you're not feeling you're ready, maybe that's you and like the spirit of God, like you know, like coming together and having that feeling. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not just a feeling. Like, so from if, you're you. pr- if you're praying a lot about it and you still have that feeling, then like take that as guidance, you know? So don't have a baby till both you're ready, especially you, because so much of it is on you with feeding and, and caring. And it's just the beautiful role of a mother that is a little bit more attached to the newborn. And like, first I off, just turned 30 and nothing, nothing's different. Experience. Like I'm just 30. If uh-huh. he doesn't want a, ba- a toddler when he's 30, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know you, what that what that is or what that expectation is or like what he's envisioning or maybe his friends have joked about that or something. So he has it in his head, but there's no big deal having a toddler when you're 30. Like people have I toddlers honestly, when they're 40. Like 
if we had had George and James right now, like how my state we would be and so much like better, my confidence, and so much more ready, and just like how much more comfortable I am with my body and 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 our marriage and everything, like we would just hit parenting like nobody's business Insta- without oh, so many other instead so much of, other baggage instead of parenting hit us yeah. which i think is kind of what it felt like but um that's how we learned all those things it was is. parenting so, so it's like it's like just pray about it and if you were ready to take a leap of faith even though you're not quite ready just do it but like if you really need some more time that's so 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 okay cool cool okay you guys this has been fun hopefully this has been a good podcast for you it's been good for me we love you guys Please leave us a review. Go join the Facebook group at the on the Dashley's Facebook page. Uh, it's one of the groups that are part of the page, the Taking Sides group. There's also a Big Little Life group, and there's just the Dashley Club group where just the whole Dashley community hangs out and chats and shares funny stories and videos and memes and all mm-hmm. that good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, we love you guys. Have a good one.